the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. D.C. Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5. K298CO. Minneapolis. Fueled by Lucky Station. With SRN News, I'm Gordon Griffin. A bill that would suspend the travel privileges of all members of the House and Senate should Congress fail to pass a budget at the end of any given fiscal year. Senator James Lankford of Oklahoma has proposed a bill. So the basic thing is we stay in D.C. weekends, weekdays. Uh, there's a mandatory what's called quorum call every day in the House and the Senate. So we stay in continuous session until we actually get it resolved. Lankford tells the Salem Radio Network that the bill avoids layoffs for federal workers by including an automatic continuing resolution to temporarily fund the government. Hong Kong police have thrown tear gas canisters at protesters after they refused to disperse. Hundreds of thousands of people took part in a march to call for direct elections and an independent investigation into police tactics used during earlier pro-democracy demonstrations. More details at srnnews.com. Hugh Hewitt can see a renewed relationship with England. Boris Johnson is close to winning. He's going to be the next Prime Minister of Great Britain, and that's going to be good for everybody. Boris Johnson wants to make resettling relations with President Trump one of his first acts in Downing Street by traveling to the United States to negotiate a post-Brexit trade deal. The Hugh Hewitt Show, weekday mornings at 5 on AM 1280. The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. The Patriot's Book of the Month for July spotlights the legacy of the 14 remaining Tuskegee Airmen, the famed black aviators who fought in World War II. So visit am1280thepatriot.com for your chance to win a signed copy of Soaring to Glory by Philip Handelman with Lieutenant Colonel Harry T. Stewart Jr. Just past 2 o'clock here in the Twin Cities, let's look at your weather from the Great Plains Windows and Doors Weather Center. Partly sunny skies with a high of 80 degrees. And we got Hour 2 of the Brad Carlson Show of the Narn coming up right now. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan. Here is the closer, Brad Carlson. AM 1280, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Back with our number two of the broadcast, we like to call The Closer. That's me, Brad Carlson. Thank you, as always, for tuning into our show. You can check out my blog at bradcarlson.org, and we are here to take your phone calls at 651-289-4488. You can also weigh in via Twitter. Feel free to do so at hashtag Narn Show. That's hashtag N-A-R-N Show. And if you'd like to uh, check us out on Facebook, hey, feel free to do so. Just do a search for the Northern Alliance Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like and follow along at uh, everything we got going on on our Facebook page, including my weekly preview. Yeah, about 
11.45, noon, every Sunday I do a quick uh, video preview what's coming up on the show. And occasionally some listeners check it out and we kind of op- we kind of uh, chat back and forth. It's always a lot of fun. And I kind of like giving you a sneak preview, but I don't give you everything we talk about on the show. I mean, that's why you tune in, right, to uh, uh, get all the real good stuff. But, uh, yeah, lots of ways to connect on social media, that is for sure. I did local stuff in the first hour, and I want to get to some national stuff. And pretty much what dominated the headlines from this past week was uh, President Trump's uh, kind of uh, head-to-head battle with the squad. And the squad is what are the four female freshman congresswomen, uh, Tide Padavita, a.k.a. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, uh, Rashida Tlaib, and Ayanna Presley. And these are four uh, females who were, again, elected in 2018, and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, with those other three, took a picture and posted an Instagram and called it Squad. And they are very popular amongst the progressive group, particularly the progressives who are big in identity politics, because you've got minority females. I mean, those give you instantly a couple of uh, huge points on the uh, intersectionality scorecard. And then throw on top of it, uh, Rashida Tlaib and uh, Ilhan Omar are Muslim, you know, the first ever female Muslims uh, to be members of Congress. And then you've got uh, you've got a utopia of intersectionality scorecards. And the only way that would make that even better is if one of them claimed to be uh, a homosexual. Then you get even more uh, points in your scorecard. And some people may say that I'm uh, that that I'm uh, being bigoted here, and I'm not at all because this is progressive politics, identity politics. The more check marks you have on your identity politics scorecard, the more gravitas you have with these. Progressive voters. That's just a fact, right? That's how they see it. Okay, it doesn't matter. You know, qualifications be damned. This is what they look for. Okay, so I say all that to say that when President Trump decided to insert himself in the little interparty, intra-party feud that these four women are having with Nancy Pelosi in the Congressional Black Caucus. You know, I mean, these four, when, when these four ladies are labeling Nancy Pelosi and the Congressional Black Caucus as racists, all right, you let them eat, you let them eat each other. You just sit back with the popcorn. You, you don't get in your enemy's way when they're fighting, fighting amongst themselves. Well, President Trump can't help himself. This is what he does. You know, and again, when he was running in 2016 for president, the, one of the bigger selling points he had was he wasn't a traditional politician. You know, he was going to go into Washington, D.C., shake things up, drain the swamp. He wasn't going to be politically correct. He was going to say what was on his mind all the time. Okay, consequences be darned. And he didn't care if it offended anybody. And he ended up somehow getting elected president. And the problem with, you know, I, I, I'll agree to a certain extent that not being a traditional politician is a feature, not a bug. But you should still have some decent political instincts, some political savvy. Interrupting your enemies when they're carving each other up to the point where then they can turn the invective towards you is not is not very uh, being politically aware. I'll yeah, just it's say not that. a good strategy. It's, it's not showing savvy. 
And our Northern Alliance Radio Network alum, Ed Morrissey, uh, wrote about this at Hot Air. One of the most important rules in partisan politics is this. When your opponents are fighting amongst themselves, stay out of it. House Democrats spent the last few days in a civil war over whether Nancy Pelosi and the Congressional Black Caucus are racists or whether the freshman squad are idiots. It's a once-in-a-lifetime hypothesis of that axiom, a singular and historic opportunity to let the party of identity politics shred itself to pieces over it. Well then, what does Donald Trump do? He takes to Twitter. So this was uh, from Trump's Twitter feed last uh, Sunday. So interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all, now loudly and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful nation on earth, how our government is to be run. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it is done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy to quickly work out free travel arrangements. Excuse me for a second. (laughs) Ouch. Sorry, that was me banging my head on Mm -hmm. on the desk there. Where where to begin? Okay, first of all, the 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 Democrat progressive Democrat Congresswomen he's referring to again, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, Rashida Tlaib, Ayanna Presley, and Elhan Omar, telling them to go back where they came from. Oh, these Americans! Interesting. Well, three of the four were born in America. Yeah. Go back to Minnesota, Ilhan. I guess is the and Ilhan Omar. Yeah, she's from Somalia, worn torn. Uh, catastrophe like president trump described but she's a natural she's been a naturalized citizen she's now a citizen of the united states so you're telling her to renounce her citizenship and go back to somalia is that really really what he's doing here it probably is yeah okay that's not helpful again this 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 isn't difficult these four freshman congresswomen have some incredibly radical and outlandish policy proposals it's like shooting a fish in the barrel to continue to put those policy proposals out front. But what do you do? You basically stoke some sort of conflict that I'm sorry. It makes you sound bigoted. I'm not going to defend President Trump on this. Can't do it. And I've often defended him from the from the racist charge because the thing I always say is this is President Trump is not a complex human being. He has a moral code which essentially says if you show loyalty to him, you kiss his rear, for lack of a better phrase, he'll he'll laud you. He'll 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 say great things about you on Twitter, okay, where he gets a lot of uh play. But the millisecond you say something bad about him or say something of which he disagrees, he'll call you out. Okay? Not they're in a better example of this than Paul Ryan. Okay, remember this was this was a story from a, a couple weeks ago where when uh, Paul Ryan decided on um, – let me, let me see if I can find it here. Um, I wrote about this at bradcarlson.org about a, a little over a week ago. When Paul Ryan decided – you know, he was a House Speaker for a couple of years. When he decided not to seek re-election in 2018, Donald Trump in April of 2018 came out and said, Speaker Paul Ryan is a truly good man. 
And while he will not be seeking re-election, he will leave a legacy of achievement that nobody can question. We are with you, Paul. Well, fast forward 15 months to about a week and a half ago when a book was released where Paul Ryan came out and said that Donald Trump didn't know anything about government and that he had to rein him in because here President Trump is wanting to do these outlandish things as executive in the executive branch. And it's like, well, that's not how representative government works. And as a result, Paul Ryan felt he couldn't continue as House Speaker because, well, they were probably going to lo- he probably felt they were going to lose their majority in the House and he wasn't going to be a-, a part of this this chaos. So what does Donald Trump do? 15 months after lauding Paul Ryan, saying he has a legacy of achievement that no one can question. We're with you, Paul. Paul Ryan, the failed VP candidate and former Speaker of the House, whose record of achievement was atrocious. Okay? Just 15 months earlier, he's saying there's a legacy of achievement that nobody can question. But now, his record of achievement is atrocious. It's funny for a a president that demands so much loyalty that he has no loyalty towards other people, it seems like. Well, except during my first two years of, as president, yeah, you know, yeah that's yeah. the that's when he yeah. uh, ultimately became a, a long running lame duck failure, leaving his party in the lurch, both as fundraiser and leader. So when Mitt cho- chose Paul, I told people that's the end of that presidential run. He quit Congress because he didn't know how to win. They gave me standing O's in the great state of Wisconsin and booed him off the stage. He promised me the wall and failed. Well, it's happening anyway. He had the majority and blew it away with his poor leadership and bad timing. Never knew how to go after Dems, the Dems like they go after us. Couldn't get him out of Congress fast enough. So there you have it. And and by the way, I'll guarantee you this. The Tax Cut and Jobs Act, which was passed at the end of 2017, in which Paul Ryan was very instrumental in helping craft, I'll bet you your, my last dollar that on the campaign trail over the next 15 months till Election Day, President Trump is going to tout the success of that bill, which Paul Ryan was instrumental in crafting, and he'll do so without a scintilla of shame. Of course. That's what he does. Of course. So I'm not defending the president in this. My point in bringing this up is that he will go after anybody of any color, any gender, whatever, that he feels is disloyal. Who were who some of his biggest feuds? John McCain. He's still going after John McCain months after John McCain died. Right. He was still bringing up the fact that John McCain was a no on the skinny repeal, which blew away any chance of a, of repealing Obamacare uh, two years ago. That was almost two years ago to this date. He was still going after John McCain after John McCain died. John McCain, old white guy. You know, Jeff Flake, Middle-aged white guy. Bob Corker, middle-aged white guy. These were two Republican senators, okay, from the same party as President Trump. But because they had the audacity to criticize President Trump, he went after them. So my point in saying all this is Trump will go after anybody that he deems disloyal or is critical of him. The biggest difference between going after these four freshman congresswomen is he's telling them to go back where they came from. Uh I'm sorry. He may not have meant that as racist. He may not have had a racial component on his mind, but when you say something like that, people are going to construe it as such. Yeah, he should have the wherewithal to understand that. And also uh, what saddens me about all this is that it actually takes away the message of what these uh, people in office actually have, like uh, whether we disagree or agree with them. Um, Trump's rhetoric here in this case, uh, he's... He just he goes back to a very convenient thing, something that's not necessarily true. And now, frankly, um, that also works on the other side. It works for Republicans or conservatives, people that are on Trump's side to maybe go after these. It's a convenient answer. But now it also on the other side 
Now, even though there's a lot of questions that we have about these particular four individuals in uh, Congress, specifically Ilhan Omar, because I know there's a lot of issues about, um, I know stuff about her husband or ex-husband slash brother, potentially, that's uh, terribly concerning. She has not answered those questions. Now, people on both sides are probably going to forget about that kind of stuff, and they're going to focus on this trivial matters oh, yeah. that our president brings up constantly. I don't know that they'll, they'll forget about it because her virulent, okay, right. her virulent anti-Semitism is always on display. I mean, At, it is who she is. Fair. But what I'm saying is, is that you gave them an undeserved lifeline. That too. That's the whole point of this. Yeah. And again, it was exacerbated from a rally this past week in Greenville, North Carolina, where the crowd was chanting, send her back, send her back. And he was basking in it. And then when he was asked about it, he said, well, I disagreed with it. And I'll say this. I will say this. When President Trump does something that earns him a ton of criticism from the media and leftists, as this does, and even conservatives, when he does something that, that where he's heaped with criticism, he'll double down on it. Mm-hmm. To his credit, and I sound, it sounds silly saying this, but look at the subject in question, President Trump, he said, I disagreed with it. Shouldn't have happened. That's why I started talking faster in order to kind of drown it out. Well, you know what? You should have come out and said, you know what? We don't need that. We need to disagree with her horrible policy ideas. We need to hold her feet to the fire because it appears she committed tax fraud by claiming on her tax return a spouse that wasn't actually her spouse. Okay. That's what we need to focus upon. Yeah. All right. And, but he didn't do that. No. Because again, the fact he's not politically savvy, some people see that as a feature, not a bug. Well, in this case, you need some political instincts, and he didn't have any. So my This point is more is, common sense, too. I mean, this right. is just about being a good individual. My, my point in bringing all this up is saying that he normally doubles down on the rhetoric when he's pushed into a corner. The fact that he was willing to come out and say, whoa, whoa okay, yeah, I disagreed with it, that shows he may have a tinge of a conscience. And again, I'm not trying to dismiss or excuse anything, all right? This was despicable, and people are going to remember it. I'm sorry, they are. Now, am I, am I saying this is the end of Trump? No, we've declared the end of Trump how many times? Millions. Yeah, this isn't the end of him. Of course not. This is politics in 2019. This isn't the end of him. But it's no less despicable, and it's something that I'm not going to take part in and normalize. I'm not going to do it. I, I, you know, People say, well, that's just politics in 2019, like I just said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I this don't is find different. That, that's I don't that's not acceptable to me. I know it's politics nineteen. It doesn't mean I find it any more acceptable. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. You can also weigh in via Twitter, hashtag Narn Show, hashtag N A R N Show. Yeah, Trump didn't exactly cover himself in glory this past week, but neither did Tide Potavita at all. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about them as well. Coming up on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Go nowhere. In Minnesota, you can take 10,000 different routes to adventure. One path leads you to bluff country biking and world-class hiking trails. Head in a different direction and explore modern art and a historic brewery. Navigate by boat to a lakeside restaurant or cruise downriver with friends on a paddleboard. No matter which route you take, from star-studded concerts to camping under the stars, you're destined to find your true north only in Minnesota. Visit exploreminnesota.com. We can all agree that a good education benefits students, their family, and society as a whole. Education shapes your child into the person they will become. 
Join your local hosts, Rebecca Hagstrom and Mark Durkin, as they explore how to get the best education for your child while ensuring that the values you're teaching at home are being respected. From cursive to curriculum and everything in between, school is now in session. Education Nation, Saturdays at 6 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. According to a recent Barna study, schools are seen as a negative influence on faith formation. Church leaders view parents, churches, and Christian communities as positive influences on a child's spiritual life. However, children are spending most of their daytime weekday hours at school, which is perceived by many church leaders as a negative influence. A good Christian school can provide a strong Christian community to help positively influence your child's spiritual formation. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, we believe in the power of Christian education so much, we have partnered with local Christian schools to offer half-off your child's first year of tuition. It's our half-off tuition program. To find out if the school you are considering is part of this program, and to take another great step in your child's faith formation, call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406. That's 651-289-4406. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Hi, John Wichko here. As the owner of Advantage Auto Glass, I'd like to invite you to finally get that chipped or cracked windshield fixed right the first time. Here are just some of the advantages of using Advantage Auto Glass. Advantage number three, we're a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. Advantage number four, we have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, and that's hard to achieve. Advantage number five, we use only the highest quality parts and adhesives. So just tell your insurance agent you want to work with Advantage Auto Glass. Or better yet, call us direct and we'll handle it for you. Call Advantage Auto Glass today at 952-423-6396. 952-423-6396. And we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. And don't forget, you can schedule your appointment on our website at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Welcome back, AM twelve eighty, the Patriots. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson, the closer. Thanks as always for tuning in. If you're blue and you don't know where to go to, okay, this is what this song. I've heard this song a million times, and I had no idea it was putting on the Ritz by Taco. Okay, I like this song a lot. Six five one two eight nine four four eight eight is the number to call. Okay, just have a whole new world open up to me. I'm loving this. Hashtag Narn Show. If you'd like to weigh in via Twitter. Well, this is from my year. I think this came out when I was about in eighth grade, so about early to mid-80s, I guess. Okay. It kind of reminds me of Halloween. Like, da, 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 I don't know. Like, yeah. I get a spooky vibe from this song. I don't know it's why. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Good choice. There was also a version of this song in uh, Young Frankenstein. Okay. okay. Where the monster said, put it on the wrist. Nice. Nice. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Uh, classic stuff. Yeah. Anyways, back with another segment on the broadcast. Yeah, we're going to be talking about the uh, some members of the squad uh, didn't exactly cover themselves in glory. And again, this is why Trump, uh, his his rhetoric was just so politically stupid. It just uh, boggles the mind. I mean, he does a lot of things that make you shake your head, but this was just beyond politically stupid. And even some of Trump's staunchest uh, supporters, i.e. John Hinderocker at Powerline blog, said this was perhaps the biggest unforced error 
of his presidency. When John Hinderocker comes out and says that, yeah, y- you know you've crapped the bed. Uh, and again, uh, so I, I just I'm still shaking my head over this. But the good news is is that the these uh, uh, the squad members of the squad they're going to continue to show who they are because they can't help themselves, just like Trump can't help himself. Uh, this is from the Washington Examiner from this past week on Wednesday, to be specific. Representative Ilhan Omar introduced a resolution in support of the boycott, divest, sanctions movement, saying it was a, in a long tradition of U.S. boycotts. Americans of conscience have a proud history of participating in boycotts to advocate for human rights abroad, including boycotting Nazi Germany from March 1933 to October 1941 in response to the dehumanization of the Jewish people in the lead-up to the Holocaust, Omar said in a resolution introduced Tuesday. So she's basically comparing the BDS movement of Israel to Nazi Germany in the lead-up to the Holocaust. Nope, 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 nope. The 1930s boycott by the U.S. Jews of German goods came during the lead-up to the Holocaust start Uh, starting in part with Germans boycotting Jewish businesses. In the resolution and also in a committee hearing, Omar also compared the BDS movement to the Boston Tea Party. Omar announced a resolution Tuesday in an interview with Al Monitor. We are introducing a resolution to really speak about the American values that support and believe in our ability to exercise our First Amendment rights in regard to boycotting, the Minnesota Democrats said. And it is an opportunity for us to explain why it is we support a nonviolent movement, which is the BDS movement. Omar says she plans on introducing the BDS resolution this week around the same time the House Democrat leaders plan on voting on a resolution condemning the movement. During her election campaign, she claimed not helpful in getting that two-state solution before changing her position days after winning a House seat. I believe and support the BDS movement and have fought to make sure people's right to support it isn't criminalized, Omar said. Her support for the controversial movements also come with a trove of comments that both Republicans and Democrats have said are anti-Semitic. Omar tweeted in 2012 that Israel has hypnotized the world. May Allah awaken the people and help them see the evil doings of Israel. So this is this is a what she's comparing to uh not basically comparing to Nazi Germany that's as virtuous as boycotting businesses back in the lead up to the holocaust well here's a tweet that she put out uh, back in may uh how many more protesters must be shot rockets must be fired and little kids must be killed until the endless cycle of violence ends the status quo of occupation humanitarian crisis in Gaza is unsustainable. Only real justice can bring about security and lasting peace. Well, the answer to that is always the same. Stop attacking Israel. It's pretty simple. Israel has a right to defend itself, and they will defend itself. And it's horrible that sometimes innocent people get into harm's way. But guess what? There's a solution. Don't attack Israel. So, again... This is a classic example of the rhetoric she's going to put forth. Let her do it. Stay out of her way. And this idea that, you know, we should somehow oust her out of Congress, you know, get an opponent that could defeat her. Well, first of all, it's pure fantasy because in the 5th Congressional District, it's a D plus 26 district. And as Mitch and I have said many times on the show, 
a wind-up set of chattering teeth could run as a Democrat, CD5, and still get about 60% of the vote. Okay? It's not happening. No Republican's going to beat her in CD5. It's not happening. And secondly, I dare say, is that such a bad thing for Republicans if she stays in Congress and continues to say this kind of stuff? I don't know that that's the worst thing, because you're you're showing what they, what they want the Democrat caucus to aspire to, these far-left, crazy, progressive policies. And if by some minor miracle, a Democrat would go in and primary Ilhan Omar, because that's the only way you're going to get her out of that seat if a Democrat goes in and primaries her, okay? it Moderate Democrats can't make any hay in that district. So you're just going to get, it's just going to be a lateral move. Someone that replaces her. Yeah, I, have, I actually have a question for you. It just popped in my head. I mean, I know these are all freshman uh, Congress people and everything like that, but do you think that someday, as we stand here on, what is it, July 21st, 2019, do you think there could potentially be a presidential nomination for any of these individuals? Do you think they'd ever run for office as it currently stands now for projecting like maybe 10 to 20 years from now? Yeah, I, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I, I just think I mean, they have a lot of momentum behind them. I mean, even if it's momentum we don't all necessarily agree with, I just... I'm just wondering, like, how uh, long can these individuals ride this wave and to what extent can they go? Yeah, I, I mean, like I say, you can't rule anything out anymore when you get a reality TV show star that is elected that president. I mean, so you can't rule anything out. I don't know what their aspirations are. Um, at least right now, uh, I don't know that they, you know, again, this is something that I cited in a New York Times article, you know, a month or so ago on the show where the majority of the Democrat electorate, they aren't as far left progressive as what you see on Twitter and protesting and what have sure, you. Sure, because the voices of the few speak for the majority on social media. Of course. And of course, and then when you have the convention process where they select the nominee, well, that's going to be your more active uh, activists. You know, that sounds kind of redundant. Your more prolific activists and therefore, they're probably going to be more progressive. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know about their aspirations down the road. But, um, again, try not to get in their way when they're tripping over their own feet. That's just that's a lesson that we need to learn. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple more that made headlines. Someone called her the Zeppo Marks of this squad, uh, Ayanna Presley. Yeah, she made some news this week uh, herself. We'll be back in a moment on the Northern Alliance Radio Network to talk more about that. Go nowhere. Where do you go for the latest news and insight into what's happening in Minnesota policy and politics? Americans for Prosperity Radio. Join host Jason Flores for conversation about the issues that matter most and to get the knowledge you need to make a difference. From City Hall to the State Capitol to the Halls of Congress, we're pulling back the curtain and giving you an inside perspective on the economy, health care, education, and more. Americans for Prosperity, Saturdays at 4 p.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. 
Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-472-1494. 800-472-1494. That's 800-472-1494. My name is Tiffany Hall, and my son, Truett, attends Heritage Christian Academy. Truett is in kindergarten, and I got an email one day from his teacher saying that she was really proud of him that day because he had found a quarter, actually, at school, and she could see that he had really debated turning it in or keeping it, and that he had turned it into her, and she was just so proud of him and encouraged him in that um, being honest was the way to be. And I thought it was so sweet for her to, to message me that and tell me about the day. So we've had a few teachers there, and they've all been so wonderful. They have constant interaction with us, for sure, and they're always willing to be there for questions or help us with anything that we need help with as well. We have absolutely loved our time at Heritage Christian Academy, and we have been so blessed. Heritage Christian Academy of Maple Grove serves students from 3 years old to 12th grade. For more information about joining the Heritage Christian Academy family or to schedule a tour, visit heritageweb.org. That's heritageweb.org. Imagine sharing a prayer request from your phone and seeing as those around the world take your request before God. The new Pray With Me prayer app will connect you with other Christians worldwide who have experienced the power of prayer and know the encouragement it can provide. Visit PrayWithMe.com to discover how your faith can grow when we pray without ceasing. Receive prayer. Pray for others at PrayWithMe.com. Welcome back, Am Twelve Eighty, the Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network with me, Brad Carlson. Thanks, as always, for tuning in. 651-289-4488 is the number to call. You can also weigh in by Twitter, hashtag NarnShow, hashtag N-A-R-N Show, for any comments or questions. Speak for yourself. I know the weather around here is pretty great right now. I'm kind of okay with it. Indeed. We are closing out this weekend's edition of Northern Alliance Radio Network Programming. You can check out my friend and colleague, King Banyan, on our sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman. It is The King Banyan Show, Saturdays, 9 to 11 a.m. And my friend and colleague, Mitch Berg, on these very airwaves, AM 1280, The Patriot. His headliner edition heard Saturdays, 1 to 3 p.m. I'm the closer, closing out weekend Sundays, 1 to 3, right here on AM 1280. And as always, we appreciate you tuning in. And by the way... I'm thinking if King Banyan got a gander of these new AM 1440 studios, he might want to be Ooh, doing the show in person. I'm man, just saying. it is snazzy in there, isn't it? King Banyan, if you're listening, um, man, come on down, brother. Yeah. Do a show live in that studio. I'll come hang out with you. I won't have much to say about economics because I, you know, my, my thing about economics and when I'm in the presence of King Banyan, I have two ears and one mouth and I use them in proportion. 
So here, here, I, here I'll, I'll help quiz you to get ready for the show. Um, Who's on the twenty dollar bill? I'll hang. Uh, hold on a second. Let me get my Seriously? wallet out here. Yeah. I just don't know this off the top. Andrew of Jackson. There Come you go. On, okay. no, so, I, mean, I think you're I'm ready to go. Dim, but, you know money. I think you're ready to go. Well, fair enough. Fair enough. But uh, yeah, if King comes on and does a show, I'll make it worth his while. We'll go out to breakfast afterwards, yeah. or maybe go out to the. Uh, Maybe go across the uh, uh, street to our our valued sponsor, Rack Shack Barbecue. Get the Patriot yeah. Burger. No, they got the mood lighting in there too. I want that for our Patriot Studio because we have these overhead fluorescent lights, and they kind of give me some headaches and stuff like that. I'm not a big fan of them. I'll even go to like um, a Twins game or a sporting event. I'll actually get headaches while I'm there because the lights are so intense. Just these bright, bright oh, lights. Sure. Yeah. I want some mood lighting in here. I want it to be chill. I want it to be relaxed. But uh, I don't know who I have to talk to to but get that to happen. Too relaxed, yes, yeah, because we've got a job to do it. that's true yeah so they're kind of maybe keeping us on our toes a little bit. <laughs> i guess so well i i mentioned uh about the uh, the squad we talked a little bit about ilhan omar and another another member of the squad that doesn't get as much attention uh because someone someone called her the zeppel marks of the uh, uh of this quartet which if you're not familiar with the marks brothers it probably isn't as funny but uh zeppel marks uh is is uh the uh one of the more uh uh, silent ones are not as well known of the Marx Brothers, but Ayanna Presley, Congresswoman out of uh, Massachusetts, and this is from the Washington Examiner, by the way. Uh, she's the newest member of the squad, the ragtag group of far left Congresswomen feuding with the Democrat Party leaders and President Trump. She's also a representative of my home state of Massachusetts. Again, this is Brad Palumbo writing this, not me. So. <clears throat> Uh, she hasn't exactly represented us well. Presley has made a name for herself with her bombastic rhetoric, like when she refers to Trump as the occupant of the White House rather than the president. But Presley has officially gone too far. Speaking at the left-wing Netroots Nation conference this weekend, Presley spoke about minority representation in politics in light of the flare-up between her squad and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. Here's what freshman Congress. Here's what the freshman congresswoman had to say. If you're going to come to the political table, all of you who have aspirations of running for office, if you're not prepared to come to that table and represent that voice, don't come because we don't need any more brown faces that don't want to be a brown voice. We don't need black faces that don't want to be a black voice. We don't need Muslims that don't want to be a Muslim voice. We don't need, and this is her quote, not mine, we don't need queers that don't want to be a queer voice. If you're worried about being marginalized and stereotyped, please don't even show up because we need you to represent that voice. <clears throat> okay, yeah. so I, again, this isn't something that's new. I've said that those of you who listen to this show for any length of time, um, I've said it, I've said it, hundred times, and it bears repeating in light of this. Progressives always believe that they have a claim on intersectionality politics, particularly minorities, um, females, uh, LGBTQ, whatever. They feel that they best represent that constituency because in their mind, they're the ones that are fighting hardest for them and that Republicans, conservatives, are trying to take away their rights. It's bullpucky, but that's what progressives believe. So this is another, in a classic example, of progressives are willing to fight for your freedom to live openly if and only if you subscribe 
to the quote-unquote progressive ideology. Don't believe me? Um, does anybody anybody see how uh, Bruce, I'm sorry, Caitlyn Jenner, how he slash she is received? When I still remember this. I, it was four years ago. I watched this special when he was back when uh, she was Bruce Jenner going through the transition to becoming a woman. Uh, it was a Bruce Jenner special doing an interview with Diane Sawyer. And it was pretty much rumored that Bruce was becoming a woman. You know, a lot of stories had leaked and whatnot, and he finally decided to have this interview with Diane Sawyer and basically came out and said, for all intents and purposes, I am a woman, and basically talked about his struggle and going through the transition and everything else. And I remember afterwards, and and there was a point where uh, Diane Sawyer played a, a excerpt of then-President Barack Obama's State of the Union address where he talked about standing up for the rights and battling for the rights of the LGBTQ community. And Diane Sawyer says, well, that has to be great that you have the president as an, an ally. And he says, you know, I, I appreciate he said, said that, but I'm more on the, on the conservative side. And Diane Sawyer's like, oh, you're a Republican? And Jenner kind of looked around and said, uh, what, yeah, is that, a, is that a bad thing? Well, well <laughs> no, no, no. I just, you know, she could, she could hardly believe it. And I remember saying this. I post on Facebook. I said, you know, I, I, I admit it, I'm a sucker. I watched the Bruce Jenner interview with Diane Sawyer. I, I'm a sucker for this kind of fanfare that I ha- just had to check it out. And true to the hype, Jenner revealed a very personal, deep, dark secret that left Miss Sawyer an audible gasp. Jenner confessed he was a Republican. Okay? A, re- a Republican in Hollywood, nonetheless. Right. And that's the thing. It's just like, but, you know, it was a joke. haha, very funny. But there's some seriousness to this. The fact that the the most preeminent male triathlete of the 70s, or I dare say the 20th century. In potential U.S. Olympic history. Yes. The fact that someone like that considers himself a woman was not as shocking as saying he was a Republican. Seriously. So my point is that gay conservatives go through this all the time. They're the the, the uh, slur for a gay person. The, the F word that rhymes with bag. Okay, they're called house F words. Seriously. Because they subscribe to the conservative ideology. And it's like, okay, there we just passed the, the 50th anniversary of the, the, the big gay pride march. Uh, I forget specifically what it's called. I apologize for that. Um, was it Stonewall? Was that what it was? I don't remember off the top of my head either. But the point is, is we just passed where, I mean, they were marching in um, for uh, for gay rights. Yeah, it was the uh, uh, Stonewall riots. It was a series of spontaneous, violent demonstrations by member of the gay members of the gay community against a police raid that uh, took place in late June of 1969. So we just passed the 50 year anniversary of that. And since then, there's been several gay pride marches where they were battling, say, we want to be treated as human beings. We want the same rights as every other human being. Just because we're of a different sexual orientation doesn't mean we should be treated differently. And, you know, even though that I, I may disagree with the lifestyle, I concur. Gay people should have the same constitutional protections as I have. They should be able to speak freely. They should be able to own a firearm. They should be able to be innocent to proven guilty if they're accused of a crime. Okay. Concur wholeheartedly. And yet, progressives say that they will be on the front lines battling for their rights, okay, 
if and only if they subscribe to the progressive ideology. Because the millisecond they stray from that, they're they're called sellouts. They're called house f words. Okay, same 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 with black conservatives. Look how they're treated. You know, say they're 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 called sellouts. No, Larry Elder. I mean, broadcast his show on this very station, five to eight p.m. weekdays. Okay, some of the some of the awful things that are that are said about him, right? Just because they happen to not toe the progressive ideological line. So let that be a lesson to uh, people of color, people of the Muslim faith, okay, people uh, who are part of the LGBT community. All right, they'll fight for your rights, provided that you toe the ideological line. That flies completely in the face of freedom. You say that you're standing up for their rights, for their freedom, but yet if they don't follow some sort of progressive ideology, they're ostracized, that kind of flies in the face of freedom, doesn't it? So this is Ayanna Presley saying these, and again, I know it's red meat for this audience, it's net roots, it's far left, but this betrays what she really feels. That, you know what, if you don't want to be part of this constituency, then... You, you know, you're not welcome at, at, at the table. So how is that any better than anything Trump says? Again, not defending what Trump says at all. I've just condemned what Trump said. It's despicable. But how is this any better? How, how does this gain any, any, any more moral high ground? It doesn't. So some pretty shocking stuff. Didn't get a lot of play other than in conservative media outlets, uh, unlike Trump's comments. And again, I get it. Trump is president. So what he says is going to be, by nature, more magnified. I understand all that. But if a conservative member of Congress used these kind of pejoratives, it wouldn't, wouldn't fly. wouldn't fly. They'd be calling for that person's resignation until the, for, for all time. Anyway, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. We're going to get to Tide Pod Evita in the final segment of the broadcast. Uh, yeah. Some uh, incitement rhetoric that she used. Yeah, we're just living up. Uh, we're just uh, trying to hold them to their own standards, which they can't uh, subscribe to. That's for sure. Back with one final segment on the broadcast. Go nowhere. AM twelve eighty, the Patriot. At Walgreens, we know that your day doesn't stop for diabetes. So when you've got places to go and people to see, count on Walgreens every day to get expert diabetes advice 24-7. Find all major brands of testing supplies like Walgreens True Metrics in-store and online. And download tools to help you stay on track, like our five-star mobile app with Pill Reminder. At Walgreens, we are your diabetes go-to. Stop by and talk to your pharmacist today. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Hey, Barry, quick question for you. Do you know what the leading cause of foodborne illness is? Uh, my bad cooking? <laughs> well, you're close. It's actually poor cleaning techniques and improper handling of food. These outbreaks, along with the illnesses caused by food allergens, can occur anywhere that food is served, even places like assisted living and child daycare facilities. Fortunately, most of these outbreaks can be prevented. Okay, Tom. Well, how does BME help assisted living facilities and other companies maintain a healthy environment? Well, BME Labs is a distributor for 3M food safety test kits, but we do much more than that. Our experienced staff help our customers formulate a comprehensive food safety and allergen test plan. Don't wait for a foodborne outbreak to put your business in the news. Be proactive and contact BME Lab and Science today for the health of your customers and your business. Visit bmelabandscience.com. That's bmelabandscience.com. Remember, 
You don't know if it's clean until it's been tested. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. As keynote speaker at the recent National Conservatism Conference, Peter Thiel, one of Silicon Valley's most successful entrepreneur investors, called upon our government to investigate whether Google has been infiltrated by Chinese intelligence. Thiel's case is really quite strong. Artificial intelligence is a field of technology with numerous important national security implications. Google has worked closely with Chinese companies on AI. It is well known that Chinese companies are not truly independent of the Chinese government. Google refused to work on AI with the U.S. Pentagon, while China is well known for using intelligence services to steal IP from foreign companies. Richard Clark, who is a career anti-terrorism official, recently told CNBC that he agrees with Teal. On the face of it, it certainly seems like there's enough smoke to see if there's fire. We should take Teal seriously. I'm Jerry Boyer. Sponsored by ADF, Alliance Defending Freedom. If you could cook up the world's greatest radio station, what ingredients would you need? We'd start by mixing in high-quality, free-range wellness experts. Then we'd add in a generous scoop of the topics that matter most to you. Finally, we'd stir in a certified organic website full of helpful resources and garnish with a specialized mobile app. No, it's not some half-baked idea. It's on the air right now. Wellness Radio 1570, online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com. Welcome back, Game 12 of the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Do you want to get to a phone call real quick as we wrap up the broadcast? Line 1, Tim is in Minneapolis. Hi, Tim. You're on the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. I just pointed out to your your call receiver that all four of those women fit the criteria on the DSM-5 of having personality disorders with narcissistic tendencies and and uh, so they they are people i would not want to have role models for my grandchildren and my question to you is would you want those women who are who have committed all of them some form of criminal act who are extremely dishonest and manipulative would you want them to be role models for your children if they were in your district and that's you know that's a self-evident question but but we've come to a point in this country where where malicious, highly disturbed behavior is being reinforced among political leaders who we, I would like to see, are more ethical and more moral in their behavior. Right. Thanks for the call, Tim. I, I appreciate it. Uh, <clears throat> as far as I as far as I know, that uh, who uh, Ilhan Omar is the only one that has been uh, alleged to have. Uh, been engaged in criminal activity, i.e., tax fraud, by claiming on her tax returns uh, and a, a spouse who was not actually her legal spouse. Uh, the other ones, I, I think, you know, again, their politics leave a lot to be desired, and that's where I want to leave the agreement. There, I'm not going to get into any personality analysis, but some of their policy stances certainly run afoul of, uh, of my worldview, and and I dare say, uh, obviously, morality outlook. Given that uh, many of them. Uh, approve of abortion on demand, which I think is an abhorrent practice. So, yeah, I, that's that's a fair point, too. I mean, many would argue that President Trump fits a lot of that criteria, too, with the narcissistic personality disorder, and would you want him as a role model for your kids? I, I don't think I would. So, anyhow, but I appreciate the call, Tim. Thanks so much. I do want to get to this final uh, story. Again, this is concerning Tide Potavita, a.k.a. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ryan uh, Saavedra, 
at the Daily Wire wrote about this. According to a local report, a man who, who that authorities say attacked an immigration and customs enforcement detention facility in Tacoma, Washington, over the weekend, repeatedly used the same concentration camp rhetoric which Socialist Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez injected into U.S. politics last month in a manifesto that he allegedly wrote. The attacker, whom the Daily Wire is not naming, identified himself as part of the far-left extremist group Antifa in the document, according to CBS affiliate KIRO7. The attacker was armed with a rifle and incendiary devices that he was tossing at the Northwest Detention Center early Saturday morning. KIRO7 adds, friends did say he did make a statement in in this manifesto he sent to them Friday night. In it, he says, I regret that I will miss the rest of the revolution, he wrote. Doing what I can to help defend my precious and wondrous people is an experience too rich to describe. I am Antifa. KIRO7's report included a link to the manifesto where the attacker used the term concentration camps four times and referred to them as being corporate for profit. Ocasio-Cortez injected that rhetoric, injected the rhetoric into the national po- political discussion last month after she made the dubious claim during an Instagram live video. All right, I'll just say up front, I don't hold Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez at all responsible for what this nutbag did. I don't. Personally, I do not. All right? But what a lot of her fellow progressives have done is they say using insightful rhetoric using divisive rhetoric can lead to incitement and incitement of violence and therefore you're responsible for any violence against that person for example when back when ilhan omar a couple months ago when she was referring to 9-11 as ah, some people just did something okay donald trump threw those words back at ilhan omar and people blame donald trump for all of a sudden ilhan omar needing extra security around the capitol well, Donald Trump's words uh, potentially in, would have incited violence against Ilhan Omar, so she needs increased security. Well, if that's the standard you're going to have, how can you not? How then? How can you not hold yourself to that same standard? Because again, this guy in his manifesto is using a lot of the same rhetoric that Alexandria Ocasio Cortez is using about the detention facilities down in the southern border. And Alexandria Ocasio Cortez saying how Immigration's Custom Enforcement Agency, ICE basically should be disbanded. So if a nutbag hearing that says, well, I'll take matters into my own hands and try to take out this particular ICE center myself and try to inspire others to do so, how is that any different? And again, I don't blame AOC for this at all. But if Democrats, progress, specifically progressives, are going to set the standard where words can lead to incitement, then they better li- live up to them themselves Otherwise, knock off that crap. This isn't difficult. And when asked to condemn this attack on this, or particularly using the words concentration camps, she refused to do it. So this is once again a classic example of progressives thinking they have some sort of moral high ground when they're calling out conservative rhetoric but yet they aren't willing to live up to them themselves. This goes this goes back to, uh, this would have been eight and a half years ago now, early 2011, when that, that kook down in Tucson, Arizona, opened fire on a meeting that was conducted by then-Congresswoman Gabrielle Giffords. 
and it killed some people and it, and it severely wounded Congresswoman Giffords. Thankfully, she survived, but she still has uh, issues to this day because of the shooting, physical issues because of this. And she's uh, has permanent damage. Okay. And people say, well, it's because Sarah Palin put a crosshair symbol over Gabrielle Giffords congressional district. And it, it set off this nutbag. All right. There was zero proof of that. In fact, it was later ascertained that the shooter, whose name I will not name, was apolitical, didn't care about politics. And in fact, if anything, he lent he leaned more to the left politically, but that's irrelevant. He was obviously a very disturbed individual, but he wasn't set off by crosshair symbols over Gabrielle Gifford's congressional district, but it was just a convenient narrative for leftists because it was one more thing they could beat over the head, beat Sarah Palin over the head with, because Sarah Palin, of course, was a bane of their existence, and she was thinking of maybe running for president in 2012, and therefore this is something that they could be sure to use to stunt any aspirations of a presidential run. So again, this is another example of leftists setting up these standards they themselves cannot live up to and will not live up to. And because they have a willing accomplices in the media, they won't be made to live up to them. They won't be made to answer for them. But as long as I have the ability to speak behind a microphone, I'm calling them out. So again, this wraps up the hour where you talk about Trump taking on the squad and you see there are no favorable characters that come out of this. Now, I know people are have blind allegiance to Trump and people have blind allegiance to the progressive worldview and therefore are going to defend the four congresswomen. But if you're going to be intellectually honest about it, none of these people came out looking good on this. And it's a definitely a sad time in, in, in politics, but it's politics in 2019, which, again, everybody writes off as an excuse. I will never accept it, and I will call it out as such. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks as always for tuning in. AM 1280, the Patriot Northern Alliance Radio Network. Godspeed, my friends. Have yourselves a blessed week. Hi, this is Terry Sandvold, CEO of Sandvold Financial Group and host of Money Talks. Sandvold Financial Group would like to help provide the sturdy foundation for your financial future. We want you to plan for tomorrow today. Give us a call to attend an upcoming seminar at 952-544-2837. That's 952-544-2837. Or go to helpmeterry.com to set up a no-cost financial review today. Securities offered through Woodbury Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Sandvold Financial Group is in Minnetonka, 952-544-2837. Are you the expert in your industry? Do others in the community come to you for help in your line of business? There's an affordable way to position you and your company as the authority. I'm Mike Murphy, sales leader for AM 1280 The Patriot and Salem Media Twin Cities. Let us help you bring your brand to life with your very own radio show and podcast. You know your business, and we know how to build an effective and engaging audio program with both on-air and online distribution. You will grow your business by enhancing your credibility and branding yourself as the go-to specialist in your field, positioning you above your competitors. Let's work together to make you the expert that Twin Cities residents turn to for information in your field. Contact me, Mike Murphy, to talk about bringing your brand to life with your very own radio program. If you love radio as much as we do, why don't you join us by having your own show? Just go to am1280thepatriot.com and click on More at the top of the page and find the About Us tab. Mitch Berg from the Northern Alliance here for Kingdom Builders. 
You've heard them on this station. They say they're not great salesmen, just great roofers. But if you're a homeowner, you've heard the horror stories from your neighbors about roofers who were great salesmen, but terrible roofers, about contractors with no integrity. So my first call was to the roofers who make their integrity the center, not just of their business, but of their lives. That's the Kingdom Builders. And yeah, they are great roofers. I have a challenging roof. Third floor, lots of details, and it was last re-roofed when I was just out of high school. And yet... From the moment they showed up, I had the confidence. I wasn't just going to get a great roof. I wasn't going to get that heartburn you get when trying out a new contractor. So, yeah, they are great roofers and genuinely great people to work with. And I have the nicest looking roof on my block. So call 612-900-9166. That's 612-900-9166. Or find them online at thekingdombuilders.net. Tell them Mitch Berg sent you and he loves his new roof. Get that back shack attack. AM 1280, The Patriot. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.